0: Why are you here? You know, Why are you with me? What do you have to offer as TikTok to uh, our generation, Gen X, You know, not Gen Z in this case? Hello listeners, I'm your host Ziad Matar and I would like to welcome you all to the Wirelessly Yours podcast, where I talk about everything tech, business, and design. On each episode, I invite some of the brightest minds to join me and discuss cutting edge technologies, emerging business models, and the latest design trends that are transforming our world and shaping the future. Wireless New Year's. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to this new episode of the Wireless New Year's podcast. I'm your host, Ziad Matar, and in this episode, we'll talk about content, the generation gap, and why I am here today with the wonderful and amazing Rami Zaydan, head of video and creative at TikTok Middle East. So without much further ado, please join me in giving Rami a virtual round of applause. Rami, thanks for joining us. Um, Hi, Ziad. As you know, we, we, we always start the episode by talking about our backgrounds. Uh, today, I am in, in beautiful uh, Dubai, the current capital of the world, and uh, very happy to be here uh, the, at my friend's house who has a beautiful connection of uh, artifacts from all over the world. But tell us a little bit more about uh, your background, what's behind you right now, what's behind you in your career, and we'll talk later at
1: what's ahead of us as well. Um, um- First of all, thank you for having us instead of having me. Um, Very excited about the topic. Um, What's behind me is the beginning of my career. Uh, So in the late 90s, I got into DJing. Uh, That's when I found uh, a purpose for my passion for music. Uh, I used to DJ in Mix FM in Lebanon. I used to play all kinds of music. I was open format, but I built a passion for hip hop. So I started DJing hip hop in clubs. I started doing my own remixes. Um, And then I graduated from university as a computer science uh, bachelor and I started working in Dubai in marketing and sales. So I did something in university, then I started a career in a completely different place. That got me to start working with Omnicom Group and OMD. That gave me the chance to get into a new industry that was really opening up. Media wasn't something that we learned in universities. Media wasn't something that that was in the marketing books. So it was always about advertising and fine arts and creative and media departments were part of creative agencies at the time. So I was lucky to live 10 years and the evolution of media from let's book a TV spot and a newspaper spot all the way to econometric modeling to identifying an ad here would sell more cans or more burgers there. Um, you saw it move from, uh, right? from art to science, right? art to science, arts and sciences as one of the companies. That right. Uh, that that evolution. And at some point in time uh, in my career, I started working more and more with you know VPs of companies and head of marketing and all of that stuff. Uh, I had the pleasure to work on you know brands like Visa and McDonald's and General Electric. and I fell in love with marketing, which was the broader circle of where media sits in. And I wanted to find a way to take my career, onto a marketing tangent and sort of dig deeper there. And I got really lucky. I met two very fine gentlemen, uh, Eli Habib and Eddie Maroon, uh, who were the co-founders of Anrami, And it became a sweet spot for me. They gave me the opportunity to head marketing for Anrami, in its second year. And it became, all right, I want the path in marketing. And I'm in music again. Um, So that became an amazing journey. So we did amazing stuff. We grew the business exponentially in two years. uh, We launched Amrami Sessions, we launched Amrami Originals, we launched podcasts, we launched The Grid, which is the retail in-store music (laughs) service. Uh, We did a lot of amazing work and remixes with artists all over the world. Um, And from there on, I started working more on partnerships. And we realized that in the Middle East, there's a very, very big opportunity for us to reignite the entertainment sector from a production perspective and i started learning more about what's happening there how many artists are active or how many artists should be active for us to have an active industry and we started looking at how can we start tapping into communities and you know tiktok was sort of getting started at the time so we wanted to see how we can find an integration between us and them and at some point in time i discovered a position at tiktok called head of video and creative. And I had been in talk already with 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 the hiring manager there as part of my uh, discussions, and we were talking. And he said, "Rami, what do you want?" I said, "Honestly, I, I thought I wanted marketing, but I want to play a I want to play a role in anything that has direct impact on elevating the content economy in the Arab world. Whatever it is, I know marketing, I know media, I know you know culture, I, you know." I want to get deeper in this. So it became a sphere he said, yes, that's what we're doing. We're building creative communities from all any creative aspect, from learning to fashion to food to gaming to sports. We're doing all of that. Do you want to embark on this journey? And I said, yes. And I jumped on board. Uh, and I'm, it's, it's been an incredible 12-month uh, on this amazing rocket ship that's culture-shaking. Culture we'll talk about that uh, in a little bit. And we're playing a lot of roles. So we started TikTok Creators Academy, which is a dedicated engine that will help (coughs) find their creative aspiration, learn the technicalities of how to become a creator, become creators by design, not creator by chance. We've locked amazing partnerships with NBC Academy, with New Media Academy, with 2454 Imagination. We're doing a campaign now called Film on TikTok that supports the filmmaking community because that's a sector that requires you know, a complete Ignite and the full region is sort of focused on it. We found a place for us, for studios, academies, and everyone to start discovering talent. So what people know as another social media platform is actually a short-form video platform today that is nurturing talents of the future to feed into a much bigger industry, which we call the content economy right now. So whether we it's... Are seeing the tip of the iceberg, basically. That's the tip of the but- iceberg. And look yeah. there's a stat that's been floating around for a while with many people. The one percent to top five, which is one percent of the content on the World Wide Web is Arabic, while you know, the Arabic is the top fifth top five most spoken language. And while we discuss that, you know, but we're five hundred million people and Korean pop is going all over the world. Latin is going all over the world. Bollywood is going all over the world. Hollywood is going all over the world. What's our wood, right? So can we play a role in igniting that? Because TikTok is not a social media platform. You don't see in the now. You see content that is meant to be of purpose, whether it's educating or dance and everything in between, that is meant to get allow creators to showcase and express themselves. So how do you take that to the next level? And how can we help those creators become something that fits their creative aspirations, not just build followers on their pages? That's very interesting.
0: And, you know, it's nice that uh, to see that you come from the Amrami background, the music background, into, into TikTok. And parenthesis, by the way, where obviously yours is available on Amrami podcast. But also how, how TikTok started, uh, you know, maybe we, we, we also give a bit of a... Uh, you know, background lesson about TikTok to to our audience. TikTok started at Musical.ly, right? And it was yeah. very right. musical oriented. Yeah. Uh, uh, so tell, tell us what happened there, and you know how TikTok became TikTok. And uh, you can skip the part of, about TikTok becoming part of the you know China-US uh, trade war because now we have a <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: new president. Yeah. TikTok. So I'll 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 take it a, a little bit backwards. So the original founder of Musical.ly, Alex Zhu, was um, you know, a San Fran guy who's working with global companies like SAP and more, and he had a passion for digitizing education. And he kicked off a startup. Uh, if you look him up on on on, on social, you will find the story. So he started a startup to digitize education back in 2012 or 11, um, or something during that period, and it didn't work. Like, I think the industry wasn't ready for it. The education wasn't wasn't there. So as an entrepreneur, he just found another opportunity where he said, there's a lot of work in social media, and there's a lot of gameplay and music rights, and people can't use music in social. Why don't mm-hmm. I create a platform that allows people to access music in a legal way and create content? And that's how And mm-hmm. people started the first habit that got introduced was people doing like dance routines, and um, while people, some people see it as basic, a lot of dancers, you know, have been creating a lot of sequences that are very hard to replicate. Um, but also, it brought people to express their love for music. When you're listening to music, what do you do? You sing along. So people started singing along with lip syncing lip syncing video. With time, uh, they started seeing people jump in to create food content over music, or vlogging content over music, or Dance content or musicians coming to sing, and the, the the use of music started coming to its own context under that umbrella of less than one minute. That's when TikTok to play and ByteDance, which is you know a China-based holding, came and bought TikTok and made that its international business. So now TikTok is a worldwide company available all around the world, um, and it's you know over two billion downloads, and it has one mission inspire creativity to bring joy. And what we saw in the past 12 months was as people started sitting at home during COVID, uh, everyone who was like, no, TikTok's not for me, and everyone who was like, no, I, that, I don't do this content, went in and started discovering that there is more to TikTok from what they hear from outside world. Like, obviously, the majority was what we inherited from the Musical.ly generation and from the Musical.ly content that was there. But as a team, we were very much focused on diversifying the content and building communities. We have a large group of people who work day in, day out with creators to teach them how to TikTok, to let them find their narrative, to help them find that there are doctors with millions of followers on TikTok. There are football freestylers with millions of followers on TikTok. There are chefs with millions of followers on TikTok. There are uh, gamers with millions of followers on TikTok. Like every single category, you name it, you'll find that there's a, uh, there's a guy who started on TikTok as a lip-synker back in Musical.ly days. He's now signing deals with the likes of Netflix as an actor. Because he sort of built that momentum and built that positioning and learned the act of art, the art of acting from this journey, and has a couple of million followers. So there's a lot of amazing success stories and things that started evolving the potential of what building a creative community in one place should be. So that's that's the that's the folk, that's our north star. Our north star is community is to play a role in engaging and activating the creative community. The journey is still at the beginning. We're a three-year-old company in a 10-year-old industry. We wanna be seen as a 10-year-old company, a 10-year-old industry because of the mere vast acceleration of the adoption on TikTok, right? We talk about who's using TikTok. Uh, We talk about the categories that are currently maturing on TikTok. We talk about the successful case studies across the board the partnerships we're building, the people who have been onboarded from, you know, His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid, the WHO, uh, the World Health Organization, you know, and many, many others that are kickstarting to find a place in TikTok to say, look, in the year 1990, what was cool was the was from One Ad. I <laughs> think was the next big thing. Next, what's cool is TikToks. So. A lot of people are, are still trying to digest what this culture is. If you look at it, and I gave this analogy once to a friend, I said, if you look at the TikToks, if you're in a gathering at home, what are the things you're gonna be doing? You're either gonna be dancing, playing charades, uh, doing some some act together or talking or telling stories to each other. That's what TikTok is. Every piece of content you're looking at the feed, it's someone telling you something or performing something or demonstrating something for you. It's like you're with them. That's what's making TikTok so amazing. That's what's bringing people together. It's
0: like the the, the, the house in, in in France where people are coming and going and then say, you know, or in Seinfeld, you know, you have that, it's like the, that couch. It's like that couch. <laughs> the, the couch in the, the Central Perk, exactly. <laughs> Very good. So from Central Perk, let's go a little bit, uh, you know, more, uh, yeah, you know, focused here because you know there's what I call the elephant in the zoom. And the elephant in the zoom here is that most of our audience today at, uh, that I have on the on wireless viewers is generally in the business world, in the tech world. Uh, we are not on TikTok. Uh, for us, it's somehow uh, an annoyance maybe. Um, And perhaps sometimes a blessing in disguise is like where our kids don't disturb us, you know. So why are you here? You know why are you with me? What do you have to offer as TikTok to uh, our generation, Gen X?
1: You know, not Gen Z in this case. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how much our generation is active on TikTok in multiple categories. You've got, so I'll zoom I'll in on, on something that relates very much to our narrative, podcasts, right? In February, we started our journey with learning content. We said, what if we can realize the original vision of our founding father and say, all right, let's turn this into an educational platform. And we started realizing there are people teaching English, people teaching Arabic, people teaching Excel, uh, people doing a mentorship, life coaching, doctors giving tips and then you've got your you know beauty tips and health tips and fitness and all of that stuff and we started doubling down on that at some point in time we realized in various areas there are really a lot of gaps that the upcoming digital generation can start Mm -hmm. filling and we tapped into three Um, acting was one of them which i spoke about music was another because in music you have performance and you have consumption. So consumption of music on your videos and performance of content. We've seen a lot of amazing viral content come to life uh, from you know uh, people like Anthony Tuma or Adim Bilbet, people like Timba when he did these uh, you know Adpatong, and people like Mosen who's creating Corona songs at the time. So the contextual songs that people just love. Um, environment. The third area that we saw was journalism. In the yeah. context of storytelling, think about science, history, music, art, uh, all those stuff in our market don't have scalable storytelling uh, paths or or. or, or, mm-hmm. or what podcasts did when it was, you know, when the whole community came together, in 2018 and I had the pleasure to be part of that journey is we were seven people in the room and at the time we said where could podcasts go so we met we were 100 people and we were all talking about which mics to use and you know what what camera to use and do we use a camera or do we need a mixer and all that stuff a year later we were 300 people and turning cultures at the time had raised four hundred thousand dollars and you know tunial media and there was a lot of networks that have started to come find themselves. Two years later, three years later today, you know, Rising Giants just raised a million dollars for the podcast. And podcast is becoming a big place. In a podcast workshop, we told the team, um, TikTok is your marketing engine. Here's the thing. The way TikTok works is it's a personalized feed that shows you the content that you love. Think about streaming services you love, like Netflix, Spotify, and Rami, whatever. That's how they work, right? You go in, you hit play, and it just gives you the next thing that you love in sequence. That's mm-hmm. how the For You page works. The For You page is not based just on who you follow. It's based on what you love and consume, and what you dislike and you're not interested in, which you tell the app through a very simple gesture by clicking on the screen and saying not interested, uh, what you save, what you like, what you comment on, what you share. so. The for you page, smart uh, discovery, uh, you know mechanism. That's why, that's why you can be a creator with ten thousand followers and have a video that has a million views. That's gives you a chance to. That's why organic rise, rise sometimes on top of the iceberg. It's interest driven. The page is meant to drive discoverability of creators and discoverability of content. So what that does to podcasts in particular is if I'm a podcaster, I'll give you my example. So the wall, we, we talked about the wall, a little bit, um, yes. the wall behind me, uh, I built two years ago when I did my podcast with Big Hass called uh, The Story of Hip-Hop. And we went back to the 1970s on how hip-hop was born and the moment it was born in the Cool Herc party and Sedwick Avenue and all that stuff. And basically I told, you know, we were talking to him, we gave an example. I said, you, how many episodes do we have? I have six episodes and every episode, there's like 10 pieces of information. That's 10 TikToks. That's 10 days worth of content. If I have six, three, four points per podcast, that's, and I do weekly, imagine eventually that summary that you just turn to the camera and do, hi, today we talked about kaza, kaza, kaza. Oh, not even today we talked about, I did a, a small series of TikToks about books I loved. I learned about a book called The Ineftable, which talked about the impact of technology on on, on the world. It talks about accessibility and what clouds have done to the world. It talks about automation and the future of artificial intelligence. So you just take a point that you've learned and you summarize it and you move on. How hard is it? I think it's easier to create a TikTok than to create an audiogram. And I'm it, to...
0: removes, uh, it removes that pressure of doing something too good, too perfect. I always give the example uh, from the telecom industry. You know, the telecom industry had one killer app that nobody expected. It was the SMS. The good old text message was actually a byproduct. It was something for us engineers to be able to text each other that, okay, the site is live. And then it became a huge thing. And then uh, on the on the top of that, we said, okay, let's create uh, something uh, on that. And we did MMS, and that was a huge flop. And then after MMS, we did IMS, even bigger flop. And now it's RCS, so not going anywhere, you know, because we've always made it a little bit more difficult. And I think what I love about Instagram and TikTok is it's uh, let's do it, you know, not not much effort. Instagram was about filters; the the most boring picture can become. You know, wonderful. I have, you know, the most likes some pictures of ceilings.
1: For instance, in yeah, experience. but think about it. SMS became Twitter and messaging messaging apps. Right. That, WhatsApp, I mean, WhatsApp did it ultimately, right? And, right? Uh, and when you look at the TikToks, when, and what we're saying is get a ring light, and once you're done, look at the ring light and record the summary of your episode and break your points. You want to be famous on TikTok? I'll give you the secret right here on Wires. We're taking, we're taking notes. Exactly. We have two rules. Number one, and I look at the camera. Number one is post a video every day. Okay. Number two is have a content strategy and <laughs> do the social one on one. Which okay. one comes first? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> it's, no, it's not one without the other. We Just so I know if I start tomorrow with posting or I start with strategy. Yes. No, no, start posting. Well, you have a strategy. Your content is there and you're, you're okay. mashallah. So I think it's, it, so you have your story, right? So if you break it down, the thing with audiograms for me, uh, as much as I love them, um, and I've done them, I have an account full of them. The problem is in a podcast, uh, you and I will be building on a topic. That topic, could have a punchline somewhere but the premise and the context is missing because we would have been discussing it for like four or five minutes But you can take that four or five minutes and summarize it in 60 seconds and drop it in a tiktok you do that every day you're teaching people a lot of stuff I'll, there's a lot of accounts like hamad swaydan and you know um, uh, life at mastery and many many like them that are really doing great a great job and just looking at the camera every day, throwing advice, switching off the camera, moving on, and they've garnered hundreds of thousands of followers and millions of views and likes um, just because of consistency, and uh, at both in posting and in content, in content narrative. So once you're doing that, you're just on the For You page all the time, and you're building the audience, and you're giving more material for TikTok to go and find the audience that suits you. Uh, and I gave the example of working out. If I want to run 10 kilometers or I want to run half a marathon, if I stop for 10 minutes, I've cooled down. I've lost momentum. I can't, I'm not going to grow anymore. I need to warm up again because before my numbers come into play. It's the same thing with TikTok. If I'm posting every day and then I disappear for two weeks, I'm cooled down, I need to warm up again. I need to get into the, into the, into, into the place. So what we can offer to podcasts in particular or to audio platforms is the ability to create easy TikToks that will allow you to continuously create content because you're storytellers by nature, which means the stories are in your head already. And with time, you'll find your tone of voice. You'll find the structure of your one minute. And if you want to go up to three minutes, now we let you do that. Right? Because some topics are very hard to do in one minute. So, the three minute format for people in storytelling and technology reviews and food and, and, and is a feature that we have open for creators right now. So, put all of that together, you start thinking about. You were talking, I think, before, I don't know if I'm going to take off from another question, but we were talking before about audio versus video, but audio is and the new, is audio the new that. video and all that stuff. And I had. I did a presentation once called The Power of Audio and that's how I got the podcast actually because I said podcast in one of the slides and everyone went nuts. Um, so the, the, the thing is, video is, is is audio marketing. Think about people like, you know, where is he, DJ Khaled. Think about people like Sway uh, from 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 Rose. So think about, you know, a lot of those guys, uh, Ryan Seacrest. Uh, a lot of those audio programs from all over the world that have found video as their core marketing engine in order for them to promote. So don't think of TikTok as your content hub. No, as a podcast, your podcasting apps are your content hubs. You know, your, your, Ramis, your Apple podcasts, your Deezer podcasts, your, you know, all this stuff. But when it comes to marketing, you put an audiogram there. It's a figure with audios. I'm you, know, you put a TikTok, you're connecting emotionally because you're on the camera. You're sharing your story. So, bit by bit, someone's going to start looking for you, right? And bit by bit, if they like your narrative, you know, it's like you're in a party and you're just telling people what you do. Bit by bit, a lot of people are going to hear a lot of what you're doing and they're going to get hung to your podcasts. And when we did a challenge, we called it Discover Podcasts. We did it to tell the podcast to come and check for themselves the reach that they get. And we got around 25 million views on that initiative. So, there is a big game there. Um, there's a lot that can that audio people can do. Both musicians, podcasters, uh, hopefully fans or that that read or listen to books. Um, there is a big, big space. What what you call the learning category that can that's doing fantastic stuff on TikTok at scale.
0: And, you know, uh, Rami, uh, because we, you, you said we, we talked about this oh, behind the scenes, so there's this whole uh, aspect of where is the future going? And definitely video is not going anywhere. It's huge and it drives the whole, uh, you know, the whole uh, internet and data traffic around the world. We know that audio is becoming bigger and bigger. There's the example of Clubhouse, which I'm still trying to figure out, but it's exactly what you said. It's this room in the party and then you're walking around and catching glimpses here and there. But going back to podcasts, the experience is terrible. Nobody has nailed it in terms of the apps side. Like I'm, I'm looking at everywhere, and I still don't have uh, that. And in fact, what we really need, come to think of it, is a for you for podcasts. So, do you have any plans that you can talk about? Otherwise,
1: you know, we'll have to wait and see. Towards no, that, the plan is on. So, the way we're doing it is under the initiative or under the umbrella of Discover Podcasts. In that hashtag that we're trying to build, we're trying to build a consortium or a group of podcasters. And we're trying to work with them to teach them how to TikTok. And to get to to get to a moment of time with them that allows them to use the and understand the different TikTok formats. What do I mean by TikTok formats? If I'm talking like this now to the camera, hi. Uh, did you know that in 1973, Kool Herc wanted to raise some money with his sister in a party called Back to School? And he used to hate disco music, so he only looped blah, 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 blah. That's how... The, that's, that's, that's a perfect TikTok. Chit chat. You're talking to the camera, you're doing it. That's one format. I can do another format um, where I play a hip-hop beat and I use the text feature and I say, my top five rappers of all times. Snoop Dogg, Jay-Z, and I put them out in text and they appear with it's a template that's very popular. I've shared some information, people are gonna go wild, right? I can do trivia questions, I can reply to comments of people on my videos with a video. That's content that I'm posting. So if you look at all of that, the for you page of podcasts is now on TikTok today. Right? And it's- if you're able, and you know, here's the thing, if we look at the scale of the, the, the listenership of podcasts today, it's still niche. It's very, very to, to, for specific people compared to music, compared to, you know, gaming, maybe compared to, you know, other specific categories like sports. Like, it's still to people who love podcasts and who want to listen to podcasts. What we want to do is we want to build the buzz around this format of storytelling. So we increase curiosity, and we increase traffic towards podcasts. And eventually, everything goes up out of buzz. It. And so it goes if, really end, if I'm able to deliver millions of views with all the active podcasters on TikTok, we're going to be able to together generate the curiosity enough to drive traffic. to We've seen it in music. If you look at music, there was this amazing case study worldwide that came from the guy on the skateboard, uh, skateboarding on Fleetwood Mac, Dreams, which is a song from the 70s that got back on the digital charts because of TikTok. It's a game of curiosity. When people see something cool and they see it consistently, they're going to want to search for it beyond, and they're going to go and look at what this podcast is about. Um, and what we're what we're telling all our podcasters is give it a shot and you'll 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 see like that's how we started in fact we spoke to doctors tech experts life coaches mentors language uh general knowledge is huge on tiktok like did you know that the pyramids were built this way here are the speculations of how people think the pyramids were made all this content people love humans are curious by nature so This content that is available in podcasts is not available anywhere else. Not in books, not in journalism, not in radio, not in mainstream, at least a lot of it. So we're saying, tell those stories in TikToks and build momentum and see where you go. If you can post one video a day, four videos a day if you want, and what you're doing now is now we're streaming live here. We have a live feature on TikTok. Some podcasters are going live on TikTok with their podcasts as well in order for them to garner audiences who then follow them on their short video to see the snippets. And it's an ecosystem that starts building. And when you're live on TikTok, you're also generating revenue. So if people want to like you know, the Patreons and stuff, people want to tip the creator, that feature is available there. So today to market content, and to market creative storytelling and creative expressions, we are in a very, very strong position for three reasons. Number one, the way our For You page is designed. Number two is because we're focused on creative content only. Number three is because we have an infrastructure as a team that is supportive to this creative community. From the Creators Academy, to the Creator Managers, to the supports that we do, to the workshops that we do in Hive, we did over 150 workshops last year. So there's a lot of support that comes into play in that field. So my message to you and to everyone who's listening to us, who has a podcast as well, is structure your first 10 TikToks, record them on your phone, launch a TikTok account, post a video every day or post two videos every day for five days. And see what happens and keep going and see what happens and then eventually it's, it's something something's gonna something's gonna happen because i am yet to see a creator who's consistently creating content with a clear content strategy that has not garnered hundreds of thousands of followers if not millions
0: amazing so the, it's about discipline as well it's about being consistent and, and putting you know at least some form of substance out there, not just uh, anything, especially you know, uh, when we're talking among us. And so uh, I would say that uh, you know, to all our followers as well, please install TikTok if you don't have it, create your accounts, even if you're not a podcaster. Me, myself, I'm going to bring TikTok back from this folder called social, back to the main page. I'm going to please uh, probably send you an email saying, forgot my password, and uh, <laughs> see how i going to start using it soon. <laughs> um, let's talk before we, uh, you know... Um, before we wrap up, uh, let's talk a little bit about also an important role that TikTok is saying. As you said, you can create some content and you can suddenly you know, have millions of views even if you don't have that many followers. And uh, we've seen this uh, in, in negative and positive ways, particularly in the past year. First of all, did you ban Trump before he, he left office or, or he wasn't on TikTok yet? I can't comment. You can comment. Let's talk more about how you spread, uh, perhaps uh, a little bit uh, more of uh, of of the healthcare uh, messages. You said that the World Health Organization is on uh, on TikTok uh, uh, as well as perhaps other aspects where TikToks helps us navigate this world, which I you know this mode that I call nowadays business unusual because uh, it hasn't been very usual. I don't think it will be you know back to normal anytime soon. So how are you going to uh, help all of us from the perspective of healthcare mental health wellness etc
1: um that's an amazing uh, that's an amazing point and a lot of people don't know that social responsibility is a priority pillar for us side to side with safety and positivity When we talk about social responsibility, there has been a lot of things that we've done last year. Last year, we've done over four or five CSR campaigns and we've donated over $1.5 million, if not more, on various, various occasions. Uh, When the Lebanon explosion happened, and Ramadan for Cook from Home, various initiatives with UNICEF and USCR, various initiatives with the Red Crescent here in Dubai, um, and many, many more. The gameplay gameplay for us is what we call create for good. It's what we call using the power of our creative community in order for us to create content with purpose. And the content with purpose is not necessarily that the other content has no purpose. The other content has the purpose of entertainment or education. The content with purpose or create for good is very much driven by giving back to society. I'll give you some examples. One point in time we did a CSR campaign that was meant to support river blindness. The way the, the, way the mechanics works was people had to create gestures using TikToks. And the more gestures you did, the the clearer the picture became, and it raised awareness to what you feel when you have river blindness. Um, and for every video that was created, we donated two dollars and there was a target that we hit and had to so forth. Cook from home was another one. And there was a couple of other initiatives that we did. During the month of corona, or month of corona, it's the year of corona, during when corona started back in February, the first act of play for us was how can we save people from misinformation? And people by nature are curious human beings. They want to share knowledge. They read something. They probably misinterpret. So whether they do it on purpose or not is, is, is one thing. But what was extremely important was If we are to get the right information out, we need to get the right information in. So we needed to work first with the World Health Organization and many other bodies from all over the world, the local bodies that were in in our markets that were actively sharing this information, and get them on board to start sharing official information. A lot of the information in the early times was spread in English by the WHO organizations, and UNICEF, and so forth. So we started working with celebrities like Malik Maktabi, Rayyabi Rashid, and many others, in order for us to spread the messages in Arabic. So we started working on increasing high volume of you know, authentic, properly fact-checked, correct information from the right people to share the awareness of what people needed to know. The second thing we did is it eventually it all bottled down to two things, or three things, which was wearing the mask washing your hands, and if you're home, just stay active. Because if you're home and you're just sleeping on the couch all day, it's not healthy. So we initiated a lot of challenges. So we started creating what's called, you know, uh, sing with me and, uh, you know, a lot of wash your hands challenge where people had to sing their favorite verse from their favorite songs with the camera that was 20 seconds. And it went wild and everybody started doing it. Then we did the stay at home challenge. We went from the music Community to our sports community, and at the time, the whole you know uh, tissue roll was the big buzz and whatever. So we worked with the freestylers to create some tricks using tissue rolls, and people just went nuts. And everybody in the house started doing this, and you know everybody started moving. And eventually, we just kept it going. And Then we, you know, Mosin created uh, created a dance called you know Corona be Adab, and you, know, you need to sneeze like this and not like this and whatever. So we started bringing in the narrative. The TikTok way. And we kept pushing that because that then, you know, it got the younger audiences to sort of engage, but it got the older audiences to, you know, get a breath of positivity more than just all the, you know, the pressure that was on people throughout that time. And when we started getting learning a lot of motivational, uh, uh life coaches and stuff that came on board that started sharing a lot of tips as well. So we started playing with the levers of our creators, uh, our greater pools and our greater communities to come and say, all right, you all have your role to play here. Add to that the CSR campaigns that we did and all of that. It eventually all comes into play. Our priority now is to you know, keep convincing people that TikTok is not, most, not a, you know, it's not a dance and music app anymore. It's just yeah. not that. You're far away from that right now. We have a lot, we have, you know, a lot of creators who we have celebrated uh, with awards with our we have every year we do something called the tick hero awards where we award our heroes with awards um so there's over i think 24 categories i think there was uh, 50 60 winners um from all over mina um you know from you know from challengers from food from memers from you know, fashion, sports, you name, you name the family accounts, uh, you know, CSR contributors, uh, you name the categories probably there. And there's a big gameplay of us appreciating those people who are not only entertaining people and you know, giving them uh, pulses of joy, but also working with us on the vision that we have uh, on, across the board of everything that we're saying. Um, the final part on 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 education and all of that stuff comes into play on us really focusing on teaching people the the craft of creativity. We have a creator who's called Rawad. Um He started creating TikToks uh, about you know how to, where to put the light and what's um, what mic setups do you need if you're doing a sketch versus if you're doing a video like this. Um, how do you put your camera? When do you use the white light? When do you use the warm light? Um, and eventually, you know, people loved it. We turned it into a workshop, and you know, 70, right. 80 attended. And so, there's a lot of synergy between ourselves. So, what we have to offer is simply a lot of simply two things: an active audience and an immersive experience to let anybody who has a story, any story, to find a place for it at TikTok.
0: And you have reached a, a, a very good position in, in that space, uh, you know where majority of the world's content is uh, going through TikTok uh, nowadays. I was eating some stats the other day. But with such power comes also a lot of responsibility. And I'm a big believer in technology, and, and the, the, the good in it is much more than the bad. But of course, some of uh, our listeners would like to listen from me about two things. We, we've seen now... It's very recent, like one week ago. This whole issue around WhatsApp and people migrating to every kind of other platform without even looking where they're going, and necessarily, and and as well, you know, the the, the huge uh, kind of success of uh, documentaries and, and other content like uh, the social dilemma. Uh, how can we give a bit of reassurance both uh, to us as parents? Some of us are parents as you as you are, and you know, our kids are out there, uh, and as well as like business users and professionals regarding the trust and the privacy
1: that we can have when we are on on TikTok. Absolutely. Look, I love this topic. It's probably the topic I talk about the most. But I love it for a simple reason, um, that we have an amazing system, an amazing team, that makes my life easy As when I tell the stories of what we call safety and positivity. Um, This is a very important topic for us. And it's a priority not because you know it's expected of us to be a priority. But if we don't build a safe and positive for you page, we cannot harness a creative environment. There is a, like everybody cares about this, and we care about it because it has very direct impact on our philosophy and values and the mission of inspiring creativity to bring joy. What I can tell you is the following. When it comes to safety and protection and you know, privacy and all of this stuff, there are three key pillars on TikTok that are very, very important. Number one is what everybody knows. The technology, we are in 2021. There's advanced technology right now that can flag content so easily. And we have an amazing team that is sitting, you know, watching TikToks and you know, reviewing what's being flagged by the machine. And obviously, we have very clear community guidelines that are very easy to access from the, the app itself that is clear on what you can and do. And it's not 700 pages. And I was, I was going to ask you that. Is it in <laughs> English? It's very, easy, it's very easy to read. It's human language. It's, it's crystal clear. And there are, you know, when we launched the transparency report, uh, I think back in the Q4 of uh, 20, uh, 2020, um, we said that, Ninety-eight percent of the videos that gets flagged and removed are videos that we capture, not the consumer. And eighty-nine percent of those videos were removed before a single view was delivered. Nothing is perfect as tech, right? It's a challenge on all of us. Like we work with tech experts, we work with to enhance this, but it's not. There is no flexibility here. It's not. It's like when you know the pilot of a plane can't get it wrong, right? Yeah. The same thing with safety and positive. We try to put as much resources as we can in order for us to keep improving this engine that we have. But because this is an imperfect, perfect model worldwide by any company, wherever you want it, we add two things. Number one is what we call the power to the user. The power to the user allows any creator or any account to do a couple of things. Number one, set your own private settings. Who you want to comment for you, who you want your videos to see, who you want who you want to access your account. There's so many, who you want to uh, allow to duet with you, who you want to allow to stitch with you. Like there's so many things that can allow you to control your private settings as a user. Number two, if you're a parent, we have a feature called family pairing. You open it on both phones, you go, I go to my child's Phone, I scan a QR code, both phones are connected together. I now control the privacy. I now control something that I can activate that's called restriction mode. The restriction mode that allows you to filter out content that's more sensitive here in the region than it is from our global guidelines, right? And it allows you to restrict time. So you can allow you know restrict the time on TikTok from 30, 60, 90 minutes. It can allow you to, you know, control a lot of those variables. Uh, from there it can also allow you to filter out comments so if there are people that are bullying or whatever and there are certain words that you want to ban from your comment list you can set that up on your phone and those comments will not appear because they will be flagged by the definitions that you've created and there's a lot of features there you can also tap on a video and report it you can ban people uh, that 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 are annoying you and block them, and so there's a lot of that. There's a lot of control to the user that allows parents to control their kids' environment, that allows everyone to control their privacy, that allows them to block or set comment filters that can allow them for anti-bullying and all of that stuff. So. This is an ongoing enhancement that we keep doing, and we have, you know, in, in our com- in our community centers, you will find a lot of Q and A's on, you know, how to deal with stuff and, you know, th- those rules and those features and how to use them. We've launched something called the Safety Ambassadorial Program that has our top creators talking about this stuff, which brings me to the third element of our safety and positivity initiatives, which is awareness. A lot of the protection on people comes from awareness and learning we have to teach people that this stuff is existing but we have to make people aware that this is what they need to be conscious of the world of the internet is a beautiful world it allows you to do anything you want anything but not everything is something we're supposed to be doing so we start talking about you know posting responsibly commenting responsibly you know make people aware of our features um, like there's a lot of awareness campaigns that you see us doing all year long, um, that allows us to really, really pick up the buzz and get people to start preaching and pushing other people to say, look, we want to be creative, be nice, don't bully. There's no need for you to be negative and shoot people down. Your responsibility as a person is to lift people up. That's how there's going to be more creativity that's how there's going to be more entertainment. That's how there's going to be a bigger industry. That's how the Middle East is going to grow. And hopefully, we'll start seeing content from the Middle East go worldwide. Because as a watching community, we need to nurture and support those creators. Because here's the thing. A lot of those creators are in their early journey. They're making a lot of mistakes. They're you know learning as they go. They're not superstars from the get-go, although a lot of them have millions of followers. But they're at the beginning of their journey. Think about someone who's just growing. Think about the composition of their audience. And that audience is going to grow with them for the next 10 years. It's a long, amazing journey for creators. So if I don't like someone, just unfollow them or just move on. So there's a lot of there, So the, 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 the engine and the machine, the power to the user. And awareness campaigns. We were very much focused on that 365 across the year to ensure that we do that. And recently, uh, we've also announced that a lot of the accounts that are 16 and under—not a lot—the accounts that are 16 age and under will be set to private. So there are a lot of rules, and there are a lot of setups that we're currently doing. Um, no one's allowed to be on TikTok if you're over—if you're under 13. You can adjust it with the wrong age. If your account is flagged and you're under 13, you get blocked or banned or your account is taken down. It's no joke. So there's a lot of strict guidelines that we have here that want to ensure that to the maximum capacity and capability of technology and human capacity today, we are in control of this environment to keep it safe and positive.
0: Amazing. And I think that uh, now that you mentioned also all these uh, features, and particularly the, the parent and pairing feature, many of us also will have another incentive to go in, create oh. TikTok uh, accounts, and you start getting a little bit more engaged with, uh, with what everybody around us seems to be yeah. doing anyway. Um, Rami, thank you very much. It's been uh, a real pleasure to, to have you on the show. As you said in the beginning, when I thought this would be around half an hour, it was a good one-hour uh, conversation almost. <laughs> Uh, so, again, thanks a lot. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for uh, joining us today uh, and thanks for listening on the podcast. Uh, this was a very informative session, uh, but full of insights and, and good anecdotes. I hope you enjoy it. Feel free to engage Rami and myself on our social media channel and stay tuned for the next episode of Wirelessly Yours. Thank you. Dear listeners, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe to Wirelessly Yours on your favorite podcast app. We are available on all popular platforms including Nagami, Apple, and Spotify. Your opinion matters to us, so leave us a review with your feedback and stay tuned for more. Wirelessly yours.